In this week's episode, we are giving y'all some advice. We talk about what to do if a friend has a crush on you, how to deal with eating disorders driven by sports, what to do when a relative stalks you on Grinder, and how to deal with your kleptomaniac friend. Stick around, subscribe on iTunes, and live tweet as you listen with hashtag psychobabble. My name is Tyler Oakley, and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories I have never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. Hello! Okay, I'm gonna... Hi! What if, for all future episodes, I had a voice up here? Would you still want to make You sound the exact same to me. What? Yeah. <laughs> that is and then you're like, oh, oh my god. I'm sorry I have such a range. Like, uh, why, is there a problem? You have such a problem with I'm gonna me take by you. having such a big range because, gonna, it, because your favorite doesn't have a range like my range? I'm going to take you to a range you're, and you're shoot, shoot you. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a, a range And then we'll chicken. really hear how oh, high wait, you What can is go. range-free chicken? So it it's cage-free chicken. Oh. Rome-free chicken, I think, is what you're Ranch. <laughs> yeah. Dipped ki- chicken. A ranch. What are we going to get for lunch? Kitchen chicken. Chicken. I need some advice, Corey. Oh, my gosh. What are we eating for lunch? Probably range-free chicken. <sighs> okay. Well, a lot of people have a lot of questions. They need advice. So I figured let's give some more advice. Corey, what, let's just dive right in. Let's get what, right in. What do the people want to know? We've done a few of these advice uh, episodes, yes. and you guys really seem to like them. Mm-hmm. So if you have questions you want answered for future episodes, feel free to email us at psychobabblequestions at gmail.com, and you might just end up in an episode. Now, we get a lot of questions, and some are more frequent than others, particularly things about like coming out, yeah. which if you want to explore that, we have a whole episode about coming out. Uh, for the National Coming Out Day episode. We talked all about that and yes. the issues that people might have with that. And we get a lot of questions for certain advice stuff. So I would say, before you ask for a specific advice that might be applicable to a lot of people, we might have already answered I that think in past episodes. I'm just so going to – I think I, I'll just go back and listen to the advice episodes because we're so funny myself anyways. Yep. But then I'll make a little list, and if people email me, I'll just shoot them a little reply and be like – Oh my God, great question. Uh, here were some of our thoughts yeah. back then. Okay, so what is the first question that somebody has? Uh, first question um, came in. They asked to remain anonymous, which is fine. We are glad to do that for you. Um, it says, I've been thinking about this for a very long time and figured you guys could help me. My friend has a crush on me. However, I do not like her back. We've talked about this already and are okay with the situation, but here's the problem. She keeps jokingly hitting on me. When we're talking about meeting up, she always gets a joke in about us hooking up, and she sends me pictures of herself in her underwear. And in general talk, um, she talks about how hot and sexy I am, etc. This makes me very uncomfortable, and I don't know how to talk to her, especially since we haven't had a conversation not involving this in a very long time. Help, how should I handle this? This is tough. That's like... Because because obviously you guys both uh, really appreciate each other, you value the relationship, the friendship, but I think it, it it all comes down to boundaries. I think you have if you've had that conversation of okay, well I don't like you like that, right? Then I I feel like you have at least taken a step toward putting up a boundary of what your expectations are with that friendship, right? I think uh, with this, my first thought was like honesty is the best policy, and I know. Um, sometimes you get nervous. It, it, this is similar to like coming out. You don't know 
if you tell people like if things are going to change and it's your best friend and you and you don't want to uh, necessarily be too stern or, or have a friendship change but I mean right. and you don't want to like hurt their feelings because obviously if they have a crush on you then like they're invested in you and like to put up put up another boundary could hurt their feelings but at the same time if you don't do that it creates this tension animosity and there's animosity and, and you're gonna want to hang out with them less and I feel like if you value that friendship you have to tell them now right you just gotta let them know and say hey I know we've kind of discussed this before um, I love you as a friend. I'm glad we're as close as we are. Maybe not. Use Maybe not the use love. the word love. That um, might send mixed signals. But you know what I mean. Just honesty is the best policy, and kind of be upfront and let them know what's making you uncomfortable. I think that's a good thought for anybody who's in a situation where a friend is making them feel uncomfortable. If they're truly your friend and they truly care about you, they they don't want to make you feel that way, and right. they don't want to make you feel bad. So, just I will say, you're right. It Thank sucks. <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day, if you value that friendship, that relationship, you have to be very clear about what makes you uncomfortable. And it's not just about somebody hitting on you. It could be about somebody making jokes about your appearance. It could right. be about anything that makes you uncomfortable that a friend is doing. If you value that friendship, you have to put your foot down and say, okay, that makes me uncomfortable, or okay, that's not what I want out of this friendship. And if you don't do that, then it's going to go sour real quick. Right. So if you value the friendship, just let her know. Um, I think that's I think that's good. I think good. that's good advice. I mean, it I will sucks. say with that's all of these do. advice comments, neither of us are experts at any right, field. Right. And I think we're, we both just speak a lot to what we would do if we were in this situation. Yeah, I don't know if I've had that. But I, I, I would say, I guess if I've ever been there, I've, I have done the easy route of just trying to ignore it or just being like, you know, not like feeding into it. But that doesn't stop anything. Yeah. And, and if it really does bug you, I think you have to kind of bite that bullet. And I was in a situation on. just like this once. Was it with me? When you were sending me when your When I was nudes, sending you pictures of me and my jock strap. You lathered in <laughs> ranch in a kiddie pool. Saying, hey, big boy, would hey, daddy sexy, lie to sexy. baby? Hey. Oh, I got very nervous. You lifted your leg up, and I thought you were going to do a split. What? I or like split. I'm wink at me stretchy. with your brown eye. Calm eyes. down. <laughs> Ewe Valley. Okay, next, next question. Moving right along. Okay, so this one is from somebody who would also like to remain anonymous, which I obviously value. And the reason I like to take the questions via email is because we can really dive into the personal problem that somebody might be having that they might not feel comfortable putting on our Facebook page. Obviously, we take some questions from Facebook, too, if people leave them on our wall um, that people want advice on. But with email, we can take it anonymously. And this person says, hey, guys, this upcoming fall, I will be starting college where I will be running Division One cross country and track and field. I am one of the four out of 400 students in my graduating class to be moving on to a Division I sport. In high school, I developed an eating disorder because of the pressure I put on myself to perform. It reached an all-time high. I have never talked to anyone about this topic because I feel like male bulimia isn't discussed or known to be a real issue. Knowing Corey's success in running, I feel more comfortable talking to slash asking someone who might have a bit more insight on the subject or pressures of sports. I'm scared that my old habits will return as my competition goes from the high school varsity level to the Division I collegiate level. How do you both deal with pressure and how to get out of your own head? That is a doozy. That's, That's tough. very tough. Um, now, personally, 
I am not sporty. I mean, Corey, you are. Uh, I was you, like, where are you going this, with this? This obviously has a lot to do with, you know, uh, health and fitness, but also I have. Like, I've talked a little bit about it before, but I have dealt with eating disorder stuff in my own past and body image issues and complexities that go along with that that I don't think a lot of people talk about when it comes to men. Um, but, Corey, do you have any insight about this? I was going to say, yeah, this is a very tough question. I can't speak a whole lot at all to the bulimia aspect, but I can talk about pressure, and that's kind of why I picked this one out. Because um, I think a lot of people feel pressure from a lot of outside sources in their lives, whether... You feel pressure to be the best in a sport or you feel pressure to be the best at getting grades in school. Um, and I think it's just you've got to somehow find the ability to realize that not winning isn't always like the worst case scenario. It's not always as big of a deal as as you think it is. I mean, I ran cross country and track my whole high school career. I'm still a runner now. And there were a lot of races that I didn't win. And I think for me, it was just, um, I was very lucky. I had a lot of uh, support from my friends and family and that as well. But I, I liked to compete with myself, but I never let anyone put any outside pressure on me. I just tried to block that all out and say, you know what? I want to do my personal best. I want to do what I can do and see what I can do to the best of my ability. So I think it's it's finding a way to kind of block out those what is it like exterior pressures outside, and outside yeah. voices and just realize that you're gonna do your best and you're gonna do what you're capable of and that's fine yeah not everyone's gonna be an olympic athlete and that's fine everybody has different things that they're good at but just make sure you're taking care of yourself you're remaining healthy and you're just doing the best that you can do and i gotta say when it when it comes to to your life winning a race is great mm -hmm. but if you have to sacrifice your health to do that you are sabotaging your entire life and eating disorders are like there's no easy way to put it it's like it's they fuck you up mm -hmm. they fuck you up and they, it, what I have dealt with and I can only speak from my own experience it fucked me up and when I tried to change who I was in an unhealthy way, it's something that has stuck with me for the rest of my life. And I would not want anybody to choose bulimia or anorexia or any type of self-harm because that's what it is. It's, it's putting yourself through something that is going to negatively affect you and your body for the sake of winning a race. Like, I get that that's a great thing and I get that that might have these you know uh pressures on you or I, I get what your family might want or your friends might want or what you might want but you i wish i could tell anybody that's considering that from my own experience how much that will affect you down the line and it's not worth it and it, it's like and i i don't know because i did i like Corey knows the running aspect i might know a little bit more about the eating disorder aspect so we don't know the full story from both perspectives but there's no other way to put it. It's not worth it. It's right. just not worth and it. And it's just like take care of yourself. I mean, at the end of the day, people will come and go in your life. Coaches will go. Friends will go. That's why you've just got to worry about yourself and just do the best that you can. Right. And also everything I've ever read as far as running goes is you need 
food to have energy to compete. Right. So this was an interesting um, question that I saw that I came through and I wanted to grab it to talk a, a little bit about it because I thought it was important. Food is not evil. It's not. You need I, – I was going to say before any of my races, I eat – like the biggest pasta deal or meal um, to like carbo load for the race the next day. So I, I need that energy. When people when people think about food or body image, they have this this concept of exercise is supreme, food is evil. It's and exercise, so... you can't do it without food. You can't do it yeah. without energy. You can't do it without taking care of yourself. And it's it's not just being an athlete is not about winning a gold medal it's about being your best self it's about taking care of yourself so that you can perform if you don't energize if you don't uh you know practice and take care of your body and uh at the end of the day just treat your body with the respect it deserves then you then what does a medal even mean like you're like 15 years from now when you're still dealing with body image issues because of the psychological torture you put yourself through because you chose bulimia so that you could win a medal, are you still going to be thinking about that medal? I, I, and I don't want to like you know be blunt like that about it, but I just I don't want anybody to go through that. I don't want anybody to go through that. So that's all. Makes sense. And I don't know if – yeah, that feels like a touchy subject, and I don't mean to offend anybody with any words or anything. I just don't want anybody to like put themselves through that for a medal. And I get that medals are important to some people. <laughs> Your body's more important. You are more important. Like we said moments ago. I mean, this is just we are not kind experts, of our, our thought process um, and kind of how we would deal with things. So yeah. uh, should we move right along? Yes. All right. So moving right along. Next question um, came in. It says, so I've got a problem. A relative of mine recently moved from overseas to come live with my p- grandparents to study. My grandparents live really close to me, so I see them pretty regularly. So I was using Grinder for a while, and an anonymous, faceless account messaged me. Oh my god! I ignored it, um, and the person didn't message me for a few weeks. Then they messaged me again and referred to me by my name, which is not posted anywhere on my account. I asked them for a face picture so I knew who I was talking about, and it turned out to be my relative. Oh my god! I panicked and I tried to block him, um, but I was out of blocks for that day, so I just deleted my account. He then sent me a friend request on Facebook, and I blocked him there, too. Oh, my God. I've seen him once or twice since then, but this has all been really awkward. Um, I have no idea what to do. Any advice would be great. Okay, so... Uh, I guess we. I'm very my curious is, uh, about this. Yeah, so I don't know if this person sending this message and asking for advice is uh, if they're nervous because they're afraid that their relative is hitting on them, or if they're closeted and this right. relative might be potentially about to out them. Right. Um, I will say that. Well, okay. I have messaged my friends on Grinder. Yeah. Just being like, oh look who it is. Like not try like uh, so like that not flirt not, uh, Yeah, it's it's a networking app. It can it's just you just want to chat. It's an extension of texting. Whatever. <laughs> it's the new iMessage. G message. Yeah. Um so that could if you're afraid they might be hitting on you, they might not be. I don't know. That's a that is I don't even know what if, what would you do if your relative were hitting oh, on you? God. I, it's just okay. So then, <laughs> I have to as- assume then that the problem is you're afraid that your relative might out you. That's what I was that's, thinking. Okay, so when that's I read it, I kind of thought it that way. Okay. Um, but I mean, it, it's kind of like you're both in the same boat. No. Right. Maybe right. you're 
I don't even, and I, I, all they say in this message is relative. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm like, is it a cousin? Is it an uncle? Is it your great grandpa's brother, a great uncle? Oh my God. Grandpa on Grinder? <laughs> Hashtag Grandpa on Grinder. Send us your favorite grandpas. Oh my God. And we'll make Grinder accounts for them. <laughs> oh Santa Claus. Oh my God. Um. So, I mean, I guess, oh God, this is tough. Yeah. Would you talk the to the person? I think I would talk to the uh, Yeah. And just be like. Yeah, if I were, okay, so I guess if I were to think about it, if if I were closeted, and if my cousin messaged me on Grinder and was like, oh, You're hey. assuming it's a cousin, or, by so, the way. Yeah, I'm, but yeah, because it's you, like a distant you. relative. Um, I, I guess I would say in person to them. When it's just the two of you. Yeah, when it's just the two of us. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I would be upfront. Maybe I would, here's I guess what I would do is I would Facebook message them for sure. Okay, that's what I think I would do and be like, "Hey, uh, it freaked me out when you messaged me because I I'm still am figuring out. things out. Yeah. Uh, so I wouldn't. I would really appreciate if you didn't tell if you don't share anybody, any of this information. Like, obviously you understand. Thanks. Maybe we're in a similar situation. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Um. Let's go to the gay bar together. I need a wingman. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I mean, that's what the, they here's, wanted. Here's, yeah. Maybe they want the scoop on the locals and they're like, they're trying to be like, yo, so-and-so messaged me. Do you know who that is? Maybe they just wanted the scoop because it sounds like you don't have each other's phone numbers. So, I mean, maybe that's the easiest way for them to reach out to talk to you. You know what? I just remembered. Maybe a decade ago. So- Okay, this is kind of a long story-ish. Not even long. It's just like, oh my god, kind of similar. I was visiting family. Okay. And I was using their AOL online, their, like, internet. And I saw in their history that my cousin was looking at gay porn. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> so, so not only are you the type to go into a no, 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 internet no. Anyway, you anyway. also check the medicine no, cabinet. No, 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 no. So I was, I had been browsing for days. I was going into history to go back to my video game website. And I had found in there gay porn. And I was like, I don't remember blacking out and looking up gay porn <laughs> at 11. Um, so I was like, oh my god. Somebody in this household is like me so i Are emailed they? so i emailed my cousin and i was like so girl i saw what you were looking at is this for real and, yes and i was like i'm gay too and no Fuck. response <laughs> literally no response and so i was like oh maybe he's not like not okay with it so i guess it's kind of similar so maybe they were reaching out to be like yo me too um and like forever later we had a conversation about it. But I had wished that he would have, like, I get that he was like, oh, I probably freaked him the fuck out because he was still closeted. Yeah, that would, but like, that would freak me out if a cousin, like. But, like, obviously, I'm like, girl. Like, girl. girl. I don't know what you were up to at 11. I had a. Is that cousin gay now? I ha- Can you out them? I don't know. <laughs> so they still have you blocked. <laughs> I don't know how they identify. So the moral of the story is... All I know was there was gay porn. I reached out. They didn't respond. So I was like, oh, maybe they're not ready yet. So I think they'll get the point if you don't say anything. But it wouldn't hurt if you said something and was like, listen, I don't like feel comfortable if, with you telling anybody. So if they, if my cousin had told me that, I would have been like, well, yeah, of course. I'm not going to out you or anything. Like, You know what I mean? Um, so the moral of the story is message your relative on Facebook and 
kind of see what they want. Yeah, if you're would afraid you to bring it, it up in person. If, I was going to say, I would do it in person. Because, like, you don't want that paper trail. Mm. Um. <laughs> mm. If you feel safe enough to do yeah. it in person. Yeah. I have so many, so many complexity. more questions. If you're afraid you're going to get outed, then it is it is better to say something to them. In person. In, regardless, in person or Facebook or anything. Say something rather than have to figure out how to clean up the mess if they out you afterward. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. I got it. That was a good little question. Oof. Okay. So this next question is from M, which is like a little secret name for them. I shortened it. We shortened it. <laughs> and it is titled Love Triangle. Dear Tyler and Corey. Hey, guys, my name is M, and I need advice. I have a boyfriend. We've been together for 10 months. And recently, I have developed a crush on my long-distance best friend, me in California, her in North Carolina. I am bisexual, and I don't know what I should do or who I should be with. Well, here's the Oh, thing. my God. It's these. I really like these, these some questions. questions. Like, my brain immediately always goes to, like, what I would do. Um, I think it's a moot point that you're bisexual and that she's a girl, he's a guy. I don't think that really matters. Yeah. So this is applicable to anybody that is in a relationship and is thinking about somebody else and that somebody else is separated by distance. You have to think about it of if that person were in your town, what would you do? It's it's tough because my first thought process was if you've been with your boyfriend and you're Thinking about this other person, I think that's your answer right there. At least There's... for me, I think it would be. If I found myself in this situation and I had a boyfriend and for any reason I was like looking to get close with someone else or reaching out to someone else and developing feelings for them, I, I think that would be my answer. Yeah, I mean this is all under the expectation that you are in a closed relationship. There's no possibility for an open relationship right. or you to be flirting with somebody else. If that is the case, if you're in an open relationship, then girl, get your freak on. Like, go live <laughs> your dream. Go flirt. Skype her up. Send a sexy Snapchat. I don't know what the kids are up to these days. But if you are in a relationship where the expectation is you are with that person, if you're with and this guy that you are you. just the two of you that you've been with for 10 months, y'all in California, and you are developing a crush on a long-distance best friend – well, I guess the question is, okay, is this best friend, are they, are they flirting back with you? Are they right. possibly interested in you because it's a girl? Are they bi? Are they a lesbian? What's the deal with them? If you are putting yourself in a position where you are flirting with somebody, I guess you have to trust what your instincts are. Like, how would you feel if your boyfriend of 10 months mm -hmm. saw those texts or saw those Skype messages or, right. or witness to however your behavior is? If you If you feel like that wouldn't be well received by your boyfriend then you probably know what you should be doing and what you shouldn't be doing right. it's not fair to him i mean if 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 you're doing any of this behind his back i mean it, it's kind of, i think i said this a little earlier it sounds like you've made up your mind and your actions are kind of speaking for you right um it's not easy to admit to yourself that you are being a little sneaky and flirting with with the guy that you're supposed to be like giving your attention to, yeah. Like it's okay to like have friends. Obviously, you should. You should obviously have plenty of friends outside of your relationship. But if those friendships are, I guess, uh, infringing on the relationship that you have, and if you are giving the you know intimate affection and attention to somebody else while you while the expectation from your boyfriend is that that should be only for them, 
then that is inappropriate, I would definitely say. Yeah. I concur. So break it off if you want to go with somebody else or figure out an open relationship. There's nothing wrong with that. Or play Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. Or eat Shake and Bake. And I helped. Oh, what? Yeah, was the, the commercial used to be like, it's Shake and Bake, and I helped. Oh, my God. The you little kids, so they always old. help. They're such good helpers. Mm. All right. Let, I think we have time for one more question. Okay, what do we got? This one is from S. Again, shortening your name. You're welcome. Mm. Um, hi, Tyler and Corey. It's rude. You probably should have said Corey first, but mm. uh, my name is S, and I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Thank you. Thank my you. best friend, let's just call her Jane, uh, has been stealing from numerous different stores. Oof. I've told her the consequences and made sure she knows that if she gets caught and I am with her, I will get in trouble too. She still chooses to put us both in danger and I don't know what to do. Please help. We have known each other since we were babies and I don't want to lose her or have anyone get hurt. This is tough. That's hard because like you obviously you like spending time with somebody, but if they are putting this weird thing, uh, Thing above your friendship yeah. if you've had that conversation with them they should know they should respect you they should respect i mean that. you deserve especially if you've known each other since you were little 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 cycle babies mm. um i mean they should really kind of respect your friendship a little bit more if they want i mean good for you well actually first of all good for you i want to applaud you for telling your friend that it's the wrong thing and that you don't want to be a part of it because stealing is bad um but also yeah if you've told her jane <laughs> to stop or at least not to do it when you're around i mean you're absolutely right she's putting you at risk if something if she were to get caught and you were there you could be associated with it i think if you've had the conversation you should i would tell her again one more time and and then if it continues just to be like yo i've i've got to watch out for myself you clearly don't care if i get in trouble but i've got to watch out for me right um Here's the thing. Friends come and friends go. Your permanent record is your permanent record. Right. If they are putting that on you, then they they don't have respect. And if someday I was, like, interviewing someone for a job and they had shoplifting on their permanent record and they tried to be like, oh, that was my friend. Like, I'm literally going to do an eye roll and not believe you. Right. Which sounds like in this case it would be your friend, but just realize you are – you're absolutely right. You're you're putting yourself – Also – in, in, We've Danger. talked about this before. Your friends are a representation of you. And I uh, there's a quote that I always bring up where it's like, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So if you are spending your time with people who are breaking laws, stealing from people, doing this and that, that is negatively, you know, impacting your life or harming others or, you know, anything that's like necessarily like a bad thing, then people might look at you and think that about you. They They, they might think, okay, well, she hangs out with Jane. Jane is always stealing. She's always doing this. She's always doing that. Then that person must be like that too. And like, I know that that's not fair. It's not fair for people to judge you based on your friend's actions, but that's the reality of like, okay, well you, you the, and they will, your friends affect how you act and affect how you live your life. So if you're surrounding yourself with people that are disrespectful or breaking the law or anything like that, that will shape how you act. Um, and I don't, it might not be the best thing, but that's the reality. Like if you hang out with people that are negative influences, then you are going to, whether you realize it or not, you're going to start acting that way too. Um, plus if she is truly a friend, if she's your best friend, then she must be a cycle baby, baby too. She must be listening to the podcast. So thankfully you asked us advice. Thankfully we're answering it. If your friend has told you, please stop stealing around me, respect that. 
Okay, Jane? Jane, get your shit together. Get it together! If you're, like, stealing keychains from Gadzooks or oh Spencers or whatever you're up to. <laughs> Literally me in fifth grade. Not worth it. Not Fifth Harmony's worth it. Well, Corey, I liked this episode. I, I mean, you know I always love the advice episodes because I feel like, especially with the email address nowadays, we can really dive deep into specific personal things that maybe people might be going through but might not know how to get through. And they'll hear somebody else ask and be like, oh, I'm going through that too. Right. I like it. I mean, and like I said, so if you want to send those longer questions, and, and as you just heard today, we are happy to keep anything anonymous for you. And and we'll just try to give you our thought process for what we would do if we right. were Right. We're not experts. Like I don't got a degree in psychology. We are experts on Katy Perry this. and Lady Gaga. Yes, if I, you have advice I, you I need am. about pop queens. You're like, hello, my pop queen hasn't had a new song in We can while. give you advice on that. I can be like, yes, hold on. I've got a PhD in Perry. Wow. Yeah, daddy does. Um, but uh, but is... any type of advice we will try to tackle yes, so... and uh, look into before we talk about it because we know it's important to give you guys good, solid advice. So we, we try to help. And um, by all means, shoot those questions over to psychobabblequestions at gmail.com. Thanks. Uh, Corey, where can people find you? Uh, go to my Twitter and to the go internet to and look up Corey Cool. It's K-O-R-E-Y-K-U-H-L. And I never say Instagram. Hmm. But promo that I'm like cute. Okay, what's your Snapchat? Uh, oh, that's that's a funny one. That's the only one that's not my real name. Um, that's Corbin Coolio. I know K O R B I N K U H L I O. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, well, what's your snaps, Tyler Oakley? Snap, Tyler Oakley. I'm Tyler Oakley everywhere. I'm gonna snap, snap Tyler Oakley. <laughs> Please don't snap me. Um, snap Tyler Oakley on Snapchat. Uh, and yeah, send us your questions for next advice episode. We'll do another one soon. Thanks, y'all. Bye.